This is episode number 51 of Ships on the Six Paths to Fulfillment. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. Dr. Martha Friedman quotes, Success based on anything but internal fulfillment is bound to be empty. Whew, what deep words. Only so few of them, but it's absolutely true. Welcome to the Ships Podcast today, everyone. Today, we are talking about the six paths to fulfillment. I talk a lot on this podcast about the importance of focus, the importance of attaining a more simplistic life in a day and age where we are very overstimulated by so much that's going on in our world, so much of what's happening on our screens. And sure, we can recognize the value in a simplistic life. We understand it in theory, but it's often much more difficult to execute in reality. How do we cut out annoying fluff in our lives? How can we achieve what we want for ourselves and for our families? How can we find more fulfillment and happiness in our daily lives? So today, I am going to give you six paths you can take to fulfillment so that you can cut out the clutter and begin achieving something you are proud of. So, the first path is to ask yourself, will this matter in a year, a month, a week, or tomorrow. We tend to get caught up in the littlest, minute things throughout our day. We run into a technical bug on our website, someone cuts us off on our commute, our boss says something that is borderline offensive, and because we are emotional human beings, we dramatize these occurrences and they send our whole day into a downward spiral. Before we know it, we go to bed that evening reflecting on how awful a day it was. While we are occasionally entitled to have a bad day for sure, small situations like these aren't worth getting our panties tied in a knot over. If we take a deep breath, pause, and reflect to whether or not this will matter down the road, we begin to realize that most of the time it won't matter. Tomorrow will be another day. We expend a lot of our energy on pesky things, so it's important to take a step back and assess if what we are upset about deserves all the attention and the energy that we are giving with. So that's path number one. Ask yourself, will this matter in a year, a month, a week, or even tomorrow? Path number two, ask yourself, am I putting off what I know I should be doing? Trust me. I am all about relaxation. While gurus and the like may praise the 80-hour work weeks to attain some form of success, I believe that breaks, relaxation, and taking care of yourself are better recipes for fulfillment than sacrificing your health. But there is such a thing as too much relaxation. Relaxation in excess is no longer relaxation. It's procrastination. Stephen Pressfield, the author of the incredible book, The War of Art, 
calls this procrastination resistance. We know when we should be working on something, but resistance allows us to put it off. Resistance allows us to sit on the couch all willy-nilly and let the day or evening go by without having done much. As difficult as it is, if we ask ourselves truthfully if we are putting off meaningful work, we can guilt ourselves to get off our butts and start working towards something greater. So that's number two. Ask yourself, am I putting off what I know I should be doing? Very much related to that is path three. Just do it. The classic Nike slogan, just do it. And it's true. This goes along with the point in the path that I just made. We make up a lot of excuses to avoid doing something. I don't know how to eat healthier, so I won't. I don't know what to write about, so I will wait until next week. I don't know how to speak in public, so I will avoid doing it. I can't write the book yet because I still need to do all this research. The excuses can go on and on, and at the end of the day, you will never do it if you make excuses. The best way to get started is to just do it. Don't know what to write about? Sit down at your computer or grab a notebook and just start writing. Don't know how to market your work? Just start putting it out there. I would argue that 99.9% of the time, we figure things out as we're doing them. If we never get started, we will never figure it out. And the best way to become an expert at something is by doing it. Just doing it. Really practice the art of imperfect action. Just throw things out there. Just see what sticks and... So long as you're taking action, you will progress. Path number four, focus on one or two things you do really well and limit the rest. This is something that I am always trying to work on personally. It's very easy to jump around various interests and commitments. And because of this, the mind floats in a world of ambiguity regarding what our purpose is and what you quote unquote should be pursuing. And as I'm coming to discover this, it's a very dangerous place for your mind to be. While having varied interests makes us compelling to a certain degree, it's important to distinguish what we see as hobbies and what we define as our life's work. There is work that each of us has a talent for. Not only that, but there is work out there that we have the potential to enjoy. But most importantly, the work we are good at and enjoy must also be work that we want to continually improve. We must be hungry for more knowledge. Analyze what one or two things you have the most interest in, put them together, and you have one delicious recipe to concoct. So that's path number four. Focus on one or two things you do really well and limit the rest. Path number five, play the long game. This is a nod to the first path on this list. When you are asking yourself, will this matter in a year, a month, a week, you are priming yourself to work on only the most valuable task in front of you. Mark what drives your emotions. If you worked on something on a consistent basis, what would have the greatest return on yourself and the world in the long run? What can you work on a little bit each day? that the world will thank you for five years, 10 years, 20 years from now. If we play the long game instead of the short game of instant gratification, we will be much happier and much more fulfilled over time. So that's path number five, 
play the long game. And path number six, which I think is perhaps the most important path on this list to fulfillment, is don't overestimate the world and don't underestimate yourself. I've discussed this a little bit before. We have a tendency to idolize those who have accomplished great success. We tend to see them as gods. Many celebrities are seen as gods, and some of the wealthiest entrepreneurs are seen as the rarest of exceptions when it comes to average, or what we say is average people. But at the end of the day, these successful people are still human, not much different than you and me. The only difference is that they took action on what was bubbling inside them. They worked when they didn't feel like working and did not wait for perfection. They knew that perfection is an illusion. We tend to believe that we can never, ever achieve the type of success these great people have accomplished. And it's a shame many of us feel that way. While the media plays a big part in this, it's our own comparison that gets in our way. We compare our infancy with an investor's maturity. We compare our lack with another's strength. We need to realize that our judgment of ourselves, while it seems justified, really isn't. Albert Einstein said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it is stupid. We become the lies that we tell ourselves and we end up fulfilling our own prophecy. If we see ourselves as equals, however, we will soon realize that our voice is just as important and just as powerful as anyone else's. So the six paths to recap are one, ask yourself, will this matter in a year, a month, a week, or tomorrow? Path two, ask yourself, am I putting off what I know I should be doing? Path three, just do it. Path four, focus on one or two things you do really well and limit the rest. Path five, play the long game. And path six, don't overestimate the world and don't underestimate yourself. While there are certainly more paths these six paths will certainly take you in the direction of fulfillment. Most of this is just trusting the path we are on. If we can do the work we know we are supposed to do, only good can come in time. So I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode about the six paths to fulfillment. I would love to hear your thoughts, so please leave a comment, leave a review, share this episode with someone you think it would resonate with. Also, if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call and leave me a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing episodes with amazing and inspiring guests. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Ships Podcast. I always love that you are engaged and that you are gleaning some sort of wisdom from these episodes. So thanks so much for tuning in. I'll catch you all in the next one.